Welcome to No Compromises, a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things. This is Joel. And this is Aaron. One of the topics we seem to keep coming back to is testing. I just, mm -hmm. we like testing, right, Aaron? I mean, it makes us yeah. feel good about ourselves. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one of the things that, that's interesting about it as a topic kind of like application code, there's a lot of different ways to do something. And testing is, is sort of that same bucket, right? Testing is code. So there's a lot of different ways to test code. And we've kind of settled into some patterns over the years based on experience, um, things that have burned us, you know, just kind of the, the scar tissue you build up over the years of, of writing code and, and finding ways yeah. that don't work. And so I'm going to zero in on one particular thing. So let's let's get a little bit nerdy here. I, I mean, that's why you're listening, right? You like <laughs> you like code. I don't know. Um, how do you test? Let, let's talk about like record creation. Mm -hmm. And there's a few different ways we've done this. And I, I'll kind of start with maybe the naive way. <laughs> we can see what uh, what we've done to improve it and, and how it's actually an improvement. But so let's say you're creating a product. I don't know. Is that a good generic noun that we're going to create here? Yeah. Uh, create a product. How do you test it was created? Well, maybe get the first one back and assert that the properties were saved the way you think. And one piece of context here, because some people might be like, well, how would that work? In our in our approach, we're, we're kind of starting with the most empty database possible uh, for each test, right? So even like mm -hmm. creating a user to post to the product endpoint or whatever, we'll create that as part of the test. So we don't have to worry like, oh, there's going to be like 50 other products in here. So just hearing me describe that, Aaron, why do you think that might not be a good approach? Because I know if I submit a PR to you and I'm doing that, you're going to have a comment. So share that comment with me. Well, I think the first thing to note is you did set it up properly saying there is nothing else mm -hmm. in a database. So we can still use positional type retrievals, um, you know, like first or yep. latest or whatever, you know, so I, I get that, you know. It might be different if you have like three or four different blog comments or products or whatever, and you're creating it. You might do the latest one, try mm -hmm, to retrieve sure. that and yeah. verify it. But I think the real question is like, why would you, you know, why is it bad to just use something like first versus the other options, which we have are first or fail mm -hmm. or sole. And um, what I think is, is the reason why we reach for those is because there's one less step inside of our testing then. Yeah. Um, and then the error messages are, you know, if it does fail, it's going to be much more clear. So if, if you think about it, if you go and try to create something, it doesn't create it, but it gives you a success message, mm -hmm. you know, with your response yeah. and you go first, it's going to return null instead of, you know, that model that wasn't created. So the first thing you really have to do is check to make sure it's an instance of the model or not null. Um, and if you don't do that, then at least you start checking properties and stuff. But then you're going to get an error message like saying like, can't find title on null or whatever. And that's right. kind of a, like a really weird sort of message to get in the middle of your tests. Whereas if you do like first or fail or especially soul, which is great, which is soul is almost a better one. If you're just creating one thing, mm -hmm. be the way to say like, first of all, I want the thing back that was created. Second, there better not be more than one. Right. So, right. you know, there might be times when you, maybe there's some cases where you allow many and there's other ones where you just allow one or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so you get that all built in right away as you retrieve the model. So it's not going to be null. And it's also going to throw an exception if it's not found or if there's more than one. And those exceptions are a little bit more logical for you. 
you'll understand like, oh, I've tried to retrieve just a solo one, but there's more than one versus I, I can't read this property at yeah. all. There's one less step to try to troubleshoot that. Yeah, like I, I want to just kind of comment a little bit on the use of soul, S-O-L-E, because I when that was added to Laravel, and it wasn't that long ago, I don't think, um, I was like, what would I use this for? And I think some of the sample use cases given an application code didn't really resonate with me, but like testing is where it really did. Because like that scenario you gave where like this thing should only be creating one product. If there's two products in the table, something went wrong. Like that that test should just fail. It should just stop. And so mm-hmm. um, I don't think I've ever yet reached for soul as an eloquent method in application code that I can think of, but I do use it with somewhat frequency and with some frequency in um, test code. But um, so, so I, I like what you said about the error message because, you know, the, the initial reaction might be, well, if it says, you know, can't get property title on null, I know what that means. And we do like we've over the years, we've seen that error enough times, but like, why? I've never for- seen that. I've never seen that error. You've never seen that error. <laughs> get out of here. I've never, that. I've never made that mistake. Um, but right. So like, like, well, duh, I, we know what that is. Like the thing was, no, let's, that's, that's where we're to look in the test. But like, why, why even force your brain to like go through that pathway? If you can just catch that error, stop the test sooner. I think that's, that's a better solution. Um, so maybe one other little thing to put in there, cause you mentioned use of the word or the eloquent method latest. And that that's another thing too, where if, if we're testing and maybe more than one thing is getting created or one thing is getting created in addition to some other things that we set up in that particular tests setup method, mm-hmm. then sorting becomes important too, because if you don't have an explicit sort, you're kind of relying on the way the database retrieves records to bring things back in the logical order you think they should be in. And so I, I just think that was worth calling out too, because that's another one that has burned me. If you don't sort it explicitly, or if you rely on like ordering by ID or something or created at or those, if you're not explicit about that, it may change down the road and then you'll have tests fail and it might even fail like one out of a hundred times. And you're like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's good you mentioned latest because first of all, when you talk about that too, mm-hmm. um, by default, I think it's sorted and created that. And so, so that's yeah. going to be a problem in your test because whatever maybe you've seeded in and also maybe what you've written all might have happened within that one second. So right. yep. it's like, well, which one does it pick? So make sure you pass in like ID or something, you know, and that that's if you have an auto incrementing ID. Right. And so that the other thing about that, one little other tip that we've used, which I am pretty certain is a good idea. Otherwise <laughs> I wouldn't be sharing it, but I'm not hundred okay. percent sold is um, especially when I have auto incrementing IDs. Sometimes if I have a very complex set of data, uh, I might create uh, factory uh, of models up until the point that I'm going to create one with my endpoint uh, with a specific ID like 99, mm-hmm. so that I know that the next one created will be 100. And so that mm-hmm. way, I, um, maybe if there's like one, maybe if there's a bunch created, so there's like, um, you know, 100, 102, 104, or whatever, I can yep. you know point to the specific ones that I'm reasonably certain will be those IDs. Versus, you know, if you're depending on how your database is set up, some IDs might be reused or they might, yeah. you know. So, so there's other little tips and tricks you can do there as well uh, to retrieve the the thing. And of course, this is all speculative on a little bit of us saying that the return of this endpoint is not like a JSON API or something no, like that. Sure. Yeah. Because a lot of times those will send back the, the ID, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, your web-based ones will just say, yeah, you made it, buddy. Right. 
Yep, good point. If I asked you, Aaron, what your shoe size is, would you know the answer to that question? Yep. You're not going to share with us? Nope. Too personal? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Now, if I were to ask you what size shoelaces do you use, would you know that? Oh, no, I would not. (laughs) I didn't. I I guess I didn't realize there's differences, but it makes sense because there's like high tops and then there's low tops and then there's no shoelaces. I don't actually, I don't actually wear shoes with shoelaces. No, they're not Velcro. <laughs> they're, they're like, um, uh, leather sort of slip-ons. I'm thinking galoshes, but that's not the right word. No, no. What you, what you wear, it sounds classy. Galoshes is like for going yeah. out in the rain. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I uh, from, from my ankles down, I'm very classy. <laughs> that's, that's where you want to be the classiest. Well, <laughs> so one of my kids, um, I think the cat or something like chewed their shoelace. So we had to buy more shoelaces and I was like, well, this is, I'll go on Amazon, right? It's easy. I'm sure like there'll be a size for like kids versus adults. Uh, Oh, sweet child. That was not the case. (laughs) There was like how many inches, how many eyelets on the shoe. And I ended up ordering like three different sizes to find out one that was correct. But I just just thought like, it's kind of, I mean, I I know that's kind of an odd problem to have, but I think we need more awareness of shoelace sizes in our day-to-day life. Hmm. What were the what, what what were the size that you ended up on? I don't even remember. That's the problem. <laughs> if you're looking for more tips for testing your Laravel applications, we can help. Head over to masteringlaravel.io and click on articles. We have a couple on testing there. 